Hello everybody, my name is Mark Schofield and I'm the UK and global leader of the tax reporting and strategy practice at PwC. Joining me in the studio today I have Pippa Booth and Justin Blackburn who are both two of our experienced partners in our team. We want to have a series of podcasts to talk about the challenges that clients are facing managing tax in a dynamic and a digital world. Everybody knows the tax landscape is constantly changing. There's not a day that doesn't go by when tax doesn't feature heavily in the media. Regulatory requirements are increasing and business and finance transformation is commonplace, whilst tax authorities and boards are demanding that tax risks are effectively managed. In this fast-changing world, we're helping clients build a sustainable tax strategy for the future. Our complete approach to tax management brings together tax function design, technology and compliance delivery to help you understand and meet these challenges head on. Pippa, Justin, welcome. Thank you for joining me. So, Pippa, could you just sort of, in a few words, explain what are the headline things clients are trying to do to adapt to those challenges that I've just talked about? Well, I think everything that they're doing at the moment comes down to five key areas. They're trying to balance cost, time spent, risk, quality and value. And no matter what the challenge the client is facing, it's driven by one or a few of those competing objectives. So that's an interesting set of things the clients are trying to do, but relatively high level. Justin, we've been working on a what we call a, a 12 box model. Um, that, that addresses some of those those high level issues. Could you just explain a little bit more about what the twelve box model is? Sure, Mark. I, mean, I think the, it's really taking those those issues that, that Pippa's just highlighted, and, and breaking them down into the things that clients are saying that they need to address those those issues. So many of our clients are saying, okay, they've got a cost issues or they've got risk issues that they're trying to deal with. But this is really trying to drill down to what is it they actually need to do across those uh, to address those points. So it's to try and help them take the high-level challenges down to 12 business issues that they need to address. That's right, yes. Okay. Well, why don't we spend a little bit of time just looking at, at what some of those are. Clearly, we haven't got uh, a huge amount of time today, but let, let's, let's start with, I mean, Pippa, the first one is about aligning tax strategy with business strategy. What does that mean and why is that important? Well, I guess with each of these issues, what we need to do is take it up a level and understand why a client wants to align their tax strategy with their business strategy. And I think at the moment what we're seeing is that there are very complex operating structures around because they're required to manage the organisational model, the supply chain, um, and the fact that the tax environment has become very complex and there's a drive to be more um, transparent. So taxes have become an important part of the equation which can impact value. Um, so the tax strategy needs to be aligned with the business strategy to be capable of adapting as the business evolves and ensuring that um, there is no unnecessary tax leakage or tax risk created. So that's very interesting because you just used the word tax risk. And one of the other uh, 12 uh, questions, business issues that we have in the, in the 12 box model is about managing tax risk and, and implementing robust governance. Why does that matter? Well, I think um, there's a lot of calls on tax departments these days to be able to articulate what tax risks they're facing and how they're managing and keeping visibility over those, um, reporting both to internal and external stakeholders. So we're seeing boards taking a lot more um, attention on this, but we're also seeing the media very interested and um, other external parties, including tax authorities and um, 
and NGOs, for example. So I think managing tax risk and implementing robust governance is something that's on everybody's mind at the moment. So if a client were asking us to do something in that area with them, what sorts of things might we be doing with them? Well, I think what, what we've seen a lot of recently is helping them understand the maturity of their governance model and implementing control frameworks for them to make sure that they have coverage of, of every possibility uh, around the organisation. A lot of the tax risks are driven not only by the tax function but by the business as well and you need to make sure that you have coverage over that full area by using a, a robust framework. So essentially a tax equivalent of a financial controls framework? Exactly. Okay. Great. So, Justin, you know, with all the new regulation that's out there, all of the things that are being asked of, of, of clients, it really does raise the question about how do you know you're compliant? Do you want to share some thoughts on that? Sure. Well, I think, you know, actually just picking up on, on Pippa's point as well, I mean, alongside the robust governance framework, it's the operational level. So in, in order to try and remain compliant, there's a key understanding there, which is who is actually doing what across your organisation? Because tax touches so many parts of the business. And if you're sitting in the tax department and you're looking at the various areas you have to cover, actually knowing who is going to be doing what, when they're going to be doing it, and how it is going to be delivered is absolutely key. So thinking about that in the context of, of sourcing, actually sort of being able to break it down and saying, well, I know that I'm going to be compliant if I know that this department is looking after my indirect tax returns. I know this department is looking after employment taxes and so on. So really breaking it down to those, those what we call those, those RACI models or the risk uh, accountabilities informed models to make sure that really that the organisation understands who is actually doing it within the organisation, how it is going to be delivered and, and actually breaking it down to think, is there a better way of being able to deliver this through other, other sourcing models such as outsourcing or co-sourcing type arrangements? So designed essentially to meet the adage that I've used before that you know the three roles of the tax function, the first being to understand what the tax consequences of what the business does before the business does it. Number two, to understand the tax consequences of what the business actually does as opposed to what it was going to say and then be able to report all of that information accurately and timely, knowing what issues will come up on audit because you've made decisions within whatever risk parameters you set. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now in this current environment, that's never been more profound than ever, especially as tax administrators around the world are getting real-time information. So you want to make sure that what you think you've done, you have actually done, and you want to know it before you've actually made the submissions. So that neatly moves into the business issue of reducing cost and time to serve. Uh, you know, last week I was uh, overseas and, uh, you know, dealing with a number of clients who were saying, yeah, we actually, we're, we're under constant pressure to do more because the requirements keep going up with the same or with less staff. So do you want to talk a little bit about how we're helping clients think through that particular challenge? Yeah, and I think this, this, this challenge is really common across our entire client base at the moment, this real pressure to do more with less. And, and, and really, taking the, the themes we've been discussing earlier in the morning, it really does flow on. Just think, actually, how do you deliver some of the, the things that you've got? What I refer to as your book of work, right? So the tax department has a book of work. How do they deliver that book of work in the most efficient manner to reduce, reduce their costs? So some of the things that we look at with our clients is undertaking sort of activity analysis to sort of see, can they do things 
uh, in, in a better way? Can technology enable the way that they deliver their services? Actually putting something in a shared service centre, will that reduce cost? Outsourcing um, will that of a particular uh, process will that be more a more efficient part of, of delivering that that bit of the book of work? So really work with through our with our clients to understand the, the the full spectrum of what they've got to deliver and break it down to see how they can uh, deliver it in the most efficient manner. And to input onto that, um, I had a conversation with a client the other day where they wanted their team to be focused more on the areas where there were greater risk or greater value rather than doing everything else that the organisation calls upon them to do. So Pippa, Justin mentioned the word technology in there and we've, we've steadfastly avoided using technology for uh, the last however minutes. Um, one of the business needs we identified is accelerating the impact of technology and tax because it underpins a lot of the other things we've talked about. What's your perspective on that? Well, I think there's so much technology out there now and it's moving so fast that clients aren't sure where to start. And so we've been having lots of conversations with clients who are trying to build out what their digital footprint's going to look like over the next few years and then make sure that they um, progress along that, that journey and that roadmap in terms of acquiring technology to make sure it's actually meeting the end result that they're trying to achieve and that they're bringing together the right pieces of technology rather than jumping to a quick win solution. So effectively what we're saying is that technology actually is almost problem agnostic. It's about finding the right technology to deal with whatever the challenges that you've got. Exactly. You'd never just say, here's a piece of technology, this will be really great for you. You would say, what's the problem you're trying to solve? And then you go and look at all the available technology um, and, and work out how they're in going to interact with each other. Finding the right use cases. Exactly. And I think that's a really interesting point because I think uh, if you go back a number of years, a lot of our clients were really looking at you know, um, point solutions. Mm -hmm. Whereas now we, we advise a lot of our clients on actually, what is your technology strategy? And how exactly. is it all going to come together? And how is it going to interlink with your... Uh, other systems that you have within your organisation. So it's a much more strategic view on technology these days than it was, say, five, ten years ago. Indeed. Tax isn't sitting there on its own. It's, it's interlinking it's with interlinking. the rest of the business. Yeah. So, Justin, you talked about real-time reporting. Real-time reporting, obviously, driven around data. One of the business needs that we identified is to be able to unlock data insights. How does unlocking data insights relate to a real-time reporting environment? Well, actually, Mark, it takes us all the way back to the start when we're talking about risk management. Um, if, as you've correctly pointed out, there's so many, there's so much data that's out there in the market. So much of that data is real time these days. As a tax department, you are actually the, almost the last person to see that data as you're trying to submit your tax return. So by by using um, data analytics, you're able to move to much more of a real time basis. You're seeing the information that's leaking out of your organisation and being able to assess your, your tax function on a risk basis. So what you're really trying to do is say, okay, this is the information that my organ that, that's le being leaked from my organisation. How much of that is tax sensitive? What is the regulator saying? What is the tax administ administrator saying? Because they're actually going to almost be able to assess what your tax liability is before you. That gives you real insights to understand what your tax risks are. So using those real data analytics and using those insights to identify where the risks are to identify where potentially you've got poor data quality, to really look at the, the way that you um, move your function from being reactive to proactive. And that's a big change from where we've been historically. And I think it's a change that's going to 
carry on. But thanks, Justin. Great insight to finish on. Pippa, thank you too for your contribution. Much appreciated. This is the first of our series of TRS podcasts. Underpinning all of the issues we've talked about today is the importance of data and data management because without great data, you can't achieve any of the things that are going to be required of you going forward. So please do join myself, Kirsteen Rencourt and Tom Birch for our next podcast. Really hope you've enjoyed hearing our thoughts and insights today. Um, if you'd like to pick up the debate and conversation, then please do contact one of us and we'd be happy to carry on the dialogue. Thanks for joining us.